I love, um, I, sometimes I do listen to ASMR podcasts when I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Like hell, I, I, I'll turn one randomly on and I'm getting the spine tingly thing. You're like, oh yeah. my God, yeah. You know, what's funny is I've experienced the ASMR, which maybe, I don't know if people listening even know what that is, but. How, how about anyway. you explain it so that. Okay. I can... <laughs> I, I've never been able to pronounce it. I keep getting it wrong. So how about since we have somewhat of an expert on, we'll let them explain <laughs> what it is. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. I am, of course, Phil Better. And this week, we're investing in Sarah St. John, the podcast production agency owner. Now, Sarah is a serial entrepreneur, and she has gone about a decade or more dealing with being an entrepreneur, startups, and all that fun stuff. And we jump into a whole bunch of stuff. But of course, her first question is about the famous painting I have on my wall, the Mickey painting. And uh, I give her a quick explanation. But without further ado, let's just jump into the episode. Sarah, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Um, give my audience your 30 second pitch, please. Sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, I'm Sarah St. John. I'm the host of the Frugalpreneur podcast, uh, building a business on a bootstrap budget. And I started my entrepreneurial journey in 2008 officially. Um, although I think I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, but I didn't really start it until 2008, but it, it took me a decade of trying this, that, and the other thing to get to, the point where I'm at in the past couple of years, which is all things podcasting, like I have a podcast production agency, I'm working on a course, just all, and, and, and a, I have a book as well about podcasting. So I'm all in on that. <laughs> Ooh, this is very exciting because uh, this is, in the, I, I actually just finished my book on podcasting with my experience with my clients. Like uh, we, we went a different, uh, different way about it. You went, you know, um, probably using it as an entrepreneur and starting it that way. I'm looking at it. I have five years experience because I started podcasting five years ago and then I was hired by some people to be their podcast uh, producer. So I'm bringing that and I'm like, look, this is like, and he's like, dude, I have a whole bunch of friends that want like a simple quick guide. So I just actually finished that quick guide for, uh, for his friends and all that, that we're going to sell. So it's very interesting that I'm in that kind of domain. I went after a specific type of niche and you're, uh, you went after a different niche and I love it. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> So what's, what, what did you, what made you jump into podcasting? Because as a fellow podcaster, I'm like, Ooh, I get to talk podcasting with someone who's actually <laughs> doing it for a business. Like I want to do, but on a different level. Awesome. What lessons can I learn? So let's, let's get into why, what about podcasting is your, what your love. So I can also steal it and sell it to my clients. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess I'll give a little backstory. So 2008, I had six different jobs that year and realized that I working for other people just wasn't my thing. So I started, I, I knew I wanted to start a business. So I started a photography business and I realized that while I like taking photos of animals, architecture and landscapes, I didn't like taking photos of people, but mm -hmm. that's where the money is. I was doing weddings and portraits. Um, so, but the bigger issue than that was actually the expense to maintain equipment. So I decided to, to go into an online business model, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I tried a bunch of different things, affiliate marketing, drop shipping, blogging, all that stuff. 
And I got the idea to write a book called Frugalpreneur, um, which kind of goes over the different uh, online business models and how to do them on a budget, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to launch a podcast with the book, also called Frugalpreneur, but it was just going to be, you know, 10 episodes or something, uh, just as an extra marketing tactic, I guess. But I was getting more leverage. <laughs> we all look you're, the whole time you're talking. I'm like, yes, uh huh. Mm -hmm. I've been on that journey. Yeah, I did that too. Like, you're knocking off everything for me. Like, mine is you, you know, adding the podcast as, you know, the free freebie out part of your book i i went a different route i i jumped into podcasting learned about it and realized shit i can't make money podcasting <laughs> <laughs> how the hell do i become an entrepreneur you know and that, that's what i spent 2020 learning doing the mm. affiliate marketing trying all oh, big tickets and nothing really you know maximizing so i love hearing that there's so much commonality and that's pretty much why i did this podcast for listeners like me who wanted to learn how by talking with experts because we don't all have that chance so i love how we're talking about someone who actually has like got the dirt in that mm -hmm. world and it's coming from a, a sincere place so continue sorry oh no problem uh so but i was getting more leverage and traction with the podcast than the book and i love the connections i was making and whatnot so i decided to keep it going and so i guess i've been doing it for like two years now have about 80 something episodes and I was editing my own podcast and people would compliment me on that so then I decided well why not get paid to do it for other people <laughs> so I launched a podcast production agency and now I'm working on a course as well so it's uh it took me over a decade of trying this that and the other thing to get to podcasting and that was kind of almost on accident because it wasn't really gonna it was just an extra thing to do <laughs> basically <laughs> it wasn't gonna be the main thing so but yeah I, I love podcasting because of I, I feel like you get a lot more exposure that way okay. and you may yeah because well first of all because um podcast directories are basically search engines and now amazon's in the podcasting game and google is automatically transcribing podcasts and and they have their own app for android users as well so yeah and, and a lot of money is going into podcasting lately and especially with Spotify and um, it, it just the exposure and the fact that it's the whole no like and trust because when people listen to you every week or however often you put out a podcast um, <clears throat> they, they generally probably listen to the whole episode because they can multitask with it. Yep. Whereas if you're doing a YouTube video or even writing a book that requires their full attention, their eyes. And so they might not even finish the video or the book or do it in segments or whatever. But when you're listening to a podcast, you can drive, you can do the dishes, you know, anything. And so people really get to know you. And, and it's a great way, I think, not only to make connections when you're a guest on other shows or pe or someone's a guest on your show, but uh and potential future collaborations and whatnot there but also the listeners could potentially become clients at some point or it i think just if you have a business already you definitely should add podcasting to it um but or even just start a podcast and see where that goes 
it's you could build a business off the back of it. <laughs> yeah, um, I love it because that's what I did, and it's amazing what I'm like. It's amazing being able to have this ability to uh, to provide this value. You know, mm-hmm. like you 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 uh, you came like you said you had it about for about two years now, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I got. I'm like a war veteran because I, I started podcasting when you still had to f- make your own RRS feed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like I've been in, like, I've been listening to podcasts for about 10 years. It took me five years to start my podcast, but luckily like I was doing an RRS feed and then like Lisbon and that I found, I got told about that. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to do it myself good so i use lisbon uh for a while now i switched over to another uh podcast uh host and i, I love them there's it's simple great but it's it's like uh, i love hearing someone who's just like not at, that's no longer a hobbyist is like they're looking at it as a business and it's like man i really wish i started thinking that two years ago but doing it now I have that like 10 years experience pretty much of podcasting and I've seen the evolve so I'm like okay I'm still at the beginning of this wave because I'm thinking podcasting is going to re uh, replace uh radio Mm -hmm. it's our it's the next generation's radio YouTube is the next generation's TV or streaming is the next TV you know like Mm -hmm. we won't have cable anymore like streaming will be cable YouTube is TV now like I only have to pay like a hundred dollars technically a month for all my like streaming platforms. And now I have YouTube, which gives me 10 billion hours of content, you know, like (laughs) it's amazing what's coming, you know, like, and it's going back to how we were as like, I'm guessing we're around the same age. I'm guessing you're not like 30, less than 30. Please tell me you're around 30, Uh, 37. Okay, we are around the same age. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm going to be 37 this year. Oh, okay, so, you were so, right on. Because <laughs> I, like, oh, I got that vibe, but like it, it feels like we're we're missing out on our like Friday nights, you know, mm. like going to Blockbuster, like like Netflix has oh, the Blockbuster, yeah. so like everybody's like, yeah, no Blockbuster, yeah, I love Blockbuster, you know. And, oh, that was fun though, going to Blockbuster on Friday and picking out movies and snacks. <laughs> right, so it's like, but we're doing that nostalgia now when our parents were our age getting that nostalgia you know like they Mm. they enjoyed that so it's kind of like oh my god we're both getting to relive this nostalgia because we have this new coming of you know stuff that we can do with our families when we start having kids anyways going down a sociological spot which was completely off point but like i said um, you're preaching it now that you've been only two years in the business, you know, so it's nice seeing, okay, someone else sees like the massive amount of value. So very happy to read your book, by the way, when you, and, and your course, when it, uh, are you doing a book about podcasting or just a course on podcasting? Uh, well, the book on pa- podcasting is already out. Actually, okay. I have th- three books, Frugalpreneur and then Authorpreneur, which is about self-publishing and Podcastpreneur. Uh, but the the course is what I'm working on right now, and that's called Podcast Profit Pro. Um, I currently have it up for pre-sale, but uh, yeah, it, it's going to cover the basics, you know, but it's all, it's the main, I think the main meat of it is going to be about 
how to get guests, how to be a good host, um, just different tips and tricks for, you know, uh, reaching out to guests or hosts, um, interview techniques, you know, just different stuff like that. More on the interview side. Uh, More technique versus actual like, look, I, I'm guessing you've already had a podcast or you're paying someone to set up the hardcore stuff of the podcast. This is what you want. Like, how do, how do I get guests? How do I hire the right VA to find me the guests? You know, like, like how mm-hmm. do I screen and like all that, which I'm currently going through and I'm helping my clients do as well. So that's probably my next book. Um, Cause this is the first time I'm doing a, a book or, or a, um, an interview podcast before another oh, okay. podcast was a movie review and like entertainment podcast. So like the work there, like if I had an interview, it'd be like, okay, we're interviewing you because you were in this movie. what do you think of the movie? What was it like working on the movie? You know, like it's, it's not that hard to interview someone about that, you know, but whereas mm. When you're interviewing entrepreneurs, it's a completely different ball game because you have to be prepped. You have to have this uh, stuff be- beforehand. Like you're, you're, you have to be ready, or else you look like a complete fool. Which on a movie podcast is fine because it's usually your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 challenging switching into that mindset. So, mm-hmm. um, what were some of the challenges you found when you were starting up podcasting? Okay, well, one is I've actually never liked my voice. It's been like one of the things about myself that I've that I've been self-conscious about. And it's something I just had to, you know, get over when I started the podcast. But I mean, I still don't like it. But when people tell me that when I tell people that they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, or people will even say, I like your voice. It's relaxing or soothing, which I I don't know. I still don't really get it, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) but what's interesting is that it's like the one thing or the main thing that I was self-conscious about my whole life is now the thing that I'm using, you know, to, for advance. Yeah. (laughs) Fund your lifestyle, fund your life, you know? Right. Um, I'm 100. So the people who aren't watching the YouTube version of this, um, uh, as she was speaking, and probably as you heard multiple times, I hate the sound of my own voice, but I love talking. I'm a narcissistic that way. But I hate hearing the recording of my voice. Mm-hmm. So talking, I, I love talking when I like podcasting is yes, you know, because I get to talk to people. But editing it afterwards is the worst thing because i have to listen to my dumb voice going why did i say that that wasn't even funny or also like oh my god how can i grainy and people keep telling me phil you should do an amsr channel like one of those like really deep channels where you talk like this and i'm like oh i hate my voice but people like you have such a soothing voice I love, um, I, sometimes I do listen to ASMR podcasts when I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Like hell, I, I, I'll turn one randomly on and I'm getting the spine tingly thing. You're like, oh yeah. my God, yeah. You know, what's funny is I've experienced the ASMR, which maybe, I don't know if people listening even know what that is, but. How, how about anyway. you explain it so that. I okay. Can, I, I've never been able to pronounce it. I keep getting it wrong. So how about since we have somewhat of an expert on, we'll let them explain what it is. <laughs> 
Um, well, let me look up what it stands for. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's, it's, um, I think it's, uh, let's see. It stands for autonomous sensory meridian response. Um, and basically it's the sensation that you feel when you listen to someone and, well, and here's the thing very few of the population i think only like 10 percent of people experience this yeah um but it's this sensation you feel when you hear someone a certain type of voice like a relaxing voice or even if you're hearing or watching someone like dust or clean it's a specific sound a very specific clean sound sound that just triggers something for you right and you get these tingles like all over your body like in your head and your spine like you said and it makes you very relaxed uh almost feels like a drug or something like you're just relaxed and you it's an all-natural high pretty much <laughs> that's what it is that's what it feels like you just like you're like yeah cool take me on this bed of roses i'm i'm good so Let's you experience go. it too i guess from time to time it has to be specific um, yeah it voices it's not sounds like okay like a nice cracking of a beer like of course i'm gonna have a pavlovian response to it or like a can opening i'll be like yes please but it is a nice sound because it's like a, it, it harkens back to a less simpler time when we were kids mm. you know and it, mm -hmm. all those imagery of like a nice hot, hot day you know chugging a coke when you're like 10 years old and you're like oh my god the freedom because we all want that freedom again like we all want mm -hmm. to be kids again and we know how important it is to be creative in that so yeah but when it comes to voices there is a few youtubers uh podcasts that i listen to and it's just like yes you could breathe the like it's like listening to sir anthony hopkins or you know sean connery's voice like this just a perfect voice and you're like please narrate the rest of my life or read the phone book i just don't care just do it yeah i think certain accents as well like for me i think like indian accents for some reason does it but it's funny because <laughs> Let, let's just go i was like okay yeah british you know you know irish <laughs> aussie maybe I'll, i go south african and then all of a sudden yeah indian and it's like <laughs> respectful okay i can see it because there are some great looking uh indian comedians and bollywood of course is like i'm sorry amazing like they're beautiful i may not enjoy the films but jesus they're gorgeous and i can understand mm -hmm. the, the accent doing it for a lot of people yeah and so when i was a, a kid i had an when oh, i guess i was a teenager but anyway i had an art teacher who every time he drew i would get those sensations but like my whole life i literally thought i was just weird like no one experiences it wasn't until like i don't know two five years ago somewhere in there that they even came up with a name for it and now now a lot of people know what it is but before it was like i thought i was the only one experiencing this and i'm like finally they've it's a real thing <laughs> so i you know what it is it's it's probably one person had it Right. Like, because we know we're not alone. Like if there's 7 billion people on the planet, 1% is of a billion is still a like a hundred million or something like it's, it's ridiculous. So obviously other people will have something that you have. So when you come up with the, you're like one scientist just finally became up. They're like, 
I'm naming this thing and I don't care if I'm the only one who experiences it. And then it just blew up even bigger than what we thought it could ever be. Thanks mm-hmm. to social media, you know, like instead of it taking one, one decade, it took one millisecond for the rest of the world to catch up and then capitalism. It, right. <laughs> now there's it, was ama- it was like overnight, like we have it. Oh, cool. Everybody has it. Money. It was like in a three day period. It was amazing how fast <laughs> it went. I think capitalism is moving fast. Like, I don't mind capitalism as an idea, but I think we there it needs to be reworked so it benefits society and not the few. Anyways, um, but this is what I like because I was just talking with a, another course creator, a coach who does courses that helps co- uh, coaches make their courses much better, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, we were talking because he's in our same age group and he was saying that the thanks to the internet, our expertise, like your expertise doing frugalpreneur has created thousands of probably jobs, people creating side hustles and side businesses and making money. Mm-hmm. So it's like a new renaissance for us. And so where we grew up seeing our parents struggle and that and us getting even worse struggles. So we're trying to figure out how we can help the next generation with our struggles. And I love it. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like everyone should have at least a side hustle. If you know, say they work a full time job, you know, to have a side hustle for at least extra income or something to kind of fall back on if, like, the economy crashes or whatever. Or like in 2020, a lot of people lost their job. But if those people maybe had started to build up a side hustle of some sort that they could turn into a full time business, then yeah, I, I just think that. It's important almost now more than ever, probably to, and I would say on the, in the online space as well, whether that's coaching or teaching or blogging or podcasting or affiliate market, there's a million different things you can do and do it affordably because you don't have a a retail or brick and mortar. Yeah. The the upfront cost is what is your budget? Your budget's a hundred dollars. You can find a course for a hundred dollars it may not be the best course or it could be out of this world for you that it just clicks with you and it makes you a billion dollars, you know, who knows what this course can do, but it could start you hey, an extra hundred. If it pays for itself within a month, it pays for itself in a month. And then now, now you're in the pure profit. You have no other monthly expense mm-hmm. when you do this course. So yeah, I fully agree that it's it, the digital is the best way. And one of my uh, clients actually, promotes that with it on his podcast as well so mm, okay yeah that's awesome yeah mm. online courses i think are becoming a big thing now as well so yeah he he has a course he teaches people how to create the side hustle mm-hmm. right and so he had a book he has a course but he also is like robert kiyosaki uh the kiyosaki kiyosaki the rich dad poor dad yeah but he did it in Australia, right? And he read he read that, but he also read Warren Buffett's book and started creating a, a side hustle, you know, by investing in stocks. Like he lived a very frugal life, invested his time and money and in, in stocks and grew that until he could leave the job he hated. Mm. And now he, then he left that and started a side hustle when he got back to Australia built that into another income stream he now teaches other people to build their income stream 
and he wrote a book and now he's he has a course and he has the podcast now so it's like everything he's doing is great so it's awesome yeah and i mean you could you could start with a podcast and then create a course on whatever that topic is which is kind of what i'm doing actually mm-hmm. um you know and you could write a book i mean you could like start with one thing and then branch out to all sorts of different types of content creation yeah yeah podcasting is like it's very cheap it will cost you if you want a decent mic and a decent mixer you know it can cost you i think mine cost me less than a thousand dollars it's still going good it's about 10 years uh, five years old uh probably a bit older you know it's still going good the mics work every once in a while i have to change the stuff uh but hey it's working and it's finally making me enough money that i'll be able to upgrade to better equipment so i feel like i'm joe rogan you know (laughs) um well and you could actually i mean i started my podcast for under 100 because i got um an atr 2100 mic usb mic and your laptop boom you're done yeah and i think the mic was like 60 or 80 bucks and then yeah usb right into your computer and free you can use audacity audacity or garage band you have those uh, from oh, Max. From Max, indeed. it's it's a uh, Garage Band. For some have you? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. No, go go ahead. I love talking shop. You'll never be cut off. Go ahead. Uh, have you heard of Descript? Descript is the one that uh, auto uh, transcribes. Yeah, so you can record into it, but you could also take a recording that you did somewhere else, pull it in. And it'll transcribe your audio and then you can edit the audio from the transcript, which I found is a lot faster because you can remove like ums and uhs and things like that with a, yeah. And you can also edit, I think videos now, which I haven't tried. Uh, And they have all these cool features and yeah. And it's, it's just becoming cheaper and cheaper because people are building it, buying it, and then we can invest in making it cheaper. And AI is getting better as well. Cause you have big companies like Google, Amazon doing that as well. So it's just before long, like you don't even need programs on your computer anymore. Like I remember you had to download it off the internet or <laughs> get it, you know, sent to you, but now it's like, it's all web-based because Google made it cheap. Google, like as soon as like, boom, that's done. You know, like it's, it's, it's amazing what's coming and I'm super excited for it. Uh, We're coming up to the time here. I want to continue talking to you, but we're coming up to the end of the episode. So I'm going to jump off the screen here, give you your uh, five minutes to pitch uh, where that we can find you, where we can get the pre-order the course or even get to the course and where we can follow you on social media. Okay. Okay, sure. Quick question, though. You, yes. uh, you were going to tell me about that painting. <laughs> oh, that's right. The painting. Oh, my God. That's a great thing. So I'm going to. That's 21. There we go. Thank you very much. I keep forgetting about the painting. So what's really funny is my first episode on the podcast, I did it with a, uh, I think you may know him, Donnie Bovin. Uh, he's in Texas. He's a big uh, guy who does networking events, success champion. Uh, if you Sounds don't know, a little familiar. Awesome. If you don't know him, I'll put you in contact with him. He's awesome. He's in the Texas area and he's a great okay. person to know. Uh, he was my first guest on the show and I had just bought this off uh, a creator and he's like, his brand is like assholes live forever. He's just like, I, as long as you're not a, hurting people and you have consent, like who fucking cares, right? He's <laughs> very vulgar like that and so he uh he paint he wanted to be a mickey he wanted to work for disney 
but he ended up going into uh, photography and then branded up and so on and so on and got to where he has merchandise and all this. So he did a limited run of these paintings, right? Or if at the time it was a limited run and prints. So I was able to buy a, uh, it's a print of, he painted this. And so Donnie was on and I forgot to take it down. And he's like, no, no, you have to leave it. It's part of your brand now. You're forever going to be known as the guy with a Mickey boner painting. So that is the story. So I, it's on brand. And uh, what's funny is I had uh, um, uh, the uh, cinematic coach pretty much on my podcast before you. And he's like, you got to lose the Mickey because it may not be taken well. And I'm like, oh, mm. it's, brand, it's on brand, you know. So <laughs> it's like, oh. you know, maybe I'll just edit out this part, you know. Uh, but anyways, um, so I'm going to now that I've told this story and I love this story because I love this painting. It's amazing. I have to bring him down a bit uh, just to get him more in frame. But anyways, I'm going to jump off. This is Sarah's time and no longer mine. Let us know where we can find you. Sure. Yeah. So my main website is the sarahstjohn.com. That's Sarah with an H and then St. John is S-T-J-O-H-N. Um, actually, the first, the three books that I mentioned earlier, I give away for free, uh, the PDF version at the sarahstjohn.com forward slash free. And as far as the podcast, it's called Frugalpreneur. It's on pretty much every podcasting platform you just search that word and it'll pop up and let's see i'm on social media everywhere at the sarah st john or if you're on clubhouse which i recently uh got on it's at sarah st john and then yeah podcast production agency is podseam.com p-o-d-s-e-a-m and the course that i am working on is podcastprofitpro.com and i I think that covers everything. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, let me jump on the screen. Sarah, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show and for sharing your valuable knowledge and geeking out on podcasting <laughs> and our future of podcasting. Um, I want to thank my uh, audience for listening in and taking your time to invest in the show and in our guest. And please make sure you jump to the show notes down below where you can uh, find all of Sarah's links going forward. Again, Sarah, thank you so much. And uh, guys, have a great night. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed that episode with Sarah. I had such a fun time talking with her and picking her mind about her whole journey uh, about uh, becoming an entrepreneur in this. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I would highly suggest uh, in the show notes, I did add something, uh, a free, a couple free downloads that she's offered. She's, uh, she sent it to me after the episode and it I, I've downloaded, I've read them. They're amazing books and I really think you should get them. Speaking of books, my book is ready. Just send an email to book at feelbetterinc.com and you can get your copy when I go to print. It is nearly done. I am so excited. We're working on the funnel and that, but uh, you can get a quick early copy of it if you send me an email at book at feelbetterinc.com. Ladies and gentlemen, again, I want to thank you for listening to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I wish you well, and I'll see you ne next episode where we talk to Noah 
Mitley, an amazing filmmaker entrepreneur. So thank you. And remember, invest in yourself. <laughs>